I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, what can I even say about him? It's, he's done so much to fight climate change and leave behind a cleaner, greener planet for his girlfriends. <laughs> because he's older and, the, and they're younger. Okay, you get it, yeah. This is such an intimidating room to be in. There's just, all my heroes are here. So many amazing filmmakers. I mean, uh, Aaron Sorkin, a genius, truly, right? I mean, the, the innovation to make a movie about Lucille Ball without even a moment that's funny, I... <laughs> not your fault, Nicole. You're great. No. But I mean, if you're Aaron Sorkin, how you make a movie about the most iconic female comedian, not one left. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It's like making a biopic about Michael Jordan and just showing the bus trips between games. Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. What is up, man fam? Welcome to... Mad About Movies, I'm your host, Brian Gill. It is an Oscars post-game show. It's our annual show. We've been doing this for, I don't know, Richard, 47, 48 years, something like that. Uh, Somewhere in there. I think the first year was, uh, yeah, well, Liza closed it down this year, and she was seven <laughs> the last time we did, the first time we did this, so. It's really, truly a tradition unlike any other. Uh, I'm joined by my host, as you heard, Richard Barden and Kent What's Garrison. Up? Kent, how you doing, buddy? Excellent. What a night. What a night. What a guys, night. Are you guys tuxed out? <laughs> yeah, always. Just because yeah. it's Sunday. Still you know, wearing yeah, my tux. A farmer. Not a farmer, yeah. <laughs> I wake six. up on Oscar Sunday, 6 a.m., <laughs> yep. put on my tux, and I wear it until we're done with the pod, and it's, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad here. That's not a bad bit. If you have a tux, bit. that would be yeah. a really funny thing. I like, didn't do anything yeah. today. Yeah, I just, just sat run all your errands, like go to the grocery store, and they're like, what's a tux? Be like, it's Oscar Sunday. Go to Blue Mesa for brunch, you know, just tuxed out. <laughs> yeah. It's Oscar Sunday. Oh, are you going? Are you like about to catch a flight? No, no just walk. Have out. some respect, you know. It's like, do you do you wear a football jersey to, to the Super Bowl? Right. Yeah. Do you wear shorts to a funeral? No. This is a serious event for yeah. all of us. It definitely should be taken very seriously. I wear I wear shorts to all funerals. For the okay. Record. Okay. Well, you know, to each his own. Um. To we prove to myself, I'm about. still alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late, uh, as, as it typically is during this Oscars postgame show. We started doing this, I think, in... I don't know if we did it the first year, but I know we did it. I think so. I feel like we did. Year of this show. Okay. So this really goes back to the beginning of the podcast, uh, which is awesome. It's always a fun episode. I look forward to doing this every year. Um, do you guys remember how lame last year's ceremony was? This year did not have that problem. We uh we we had some we had some entertainment, if nothing else, this this year. It was quite wild. I give me Richard, I'm gonna go to you first. Give me your kind of your general thoughts on the show itself, the presentation, the hosting, et cetera, et cetera. Um <laughs> I was legit going to say with zero irony. They really took some swings, but I think we'll we'll save on that. Um <laughs> For better phrasing, maybe. Um, yeah, no, they, I mean, I, I was skeptical of the host trio, not because of any of them on their own, just because a host trio seems inherently awkward, right? And mm -hmm. Especially if it's yeah. people that don't work together um, a lot, you know? 
even a duo, you know, unless it's sure. like, you know, Penn and Teller or <laughs> people mm-hmm. that have done this for years. It's like always kind of like, ooh, that's going to be bizarre. That takes a lot of years of reps and stuff. So I was kind of like, and I love Wanda, big Wanda fan on the show. Um, Amy Schumer's always made me laugh, especially as a stand-up. I, she's had a lot of bad movies, but so have a lot of comedic actors. So I don't think people really know how to make comedy movies anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. necessarily make that her fault. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I was I was not pumped, but not like dreading it because I know I we make this joke all the time on the show. It's like it's you know. Point of view is great with comedy, but I like people that write jokes, and both Juan and Amy Schumer write jokes. So I was like, at least there'll mm-hmm. be a couple good lines, probably. But who knows? But yeah, like some of the sketches and stuff didn't work for me, but they were just trying to keep the the momentum of the show. I I actually like morally, I don't love removing the awards, all the mm-hmm. awards from the show. Like sure. I understand the ethics of that and what that means, but like as a television viewer, <laughs> I didn't mind. I, I thought it it was better. Um, and so, yeah. So that was kind of my my general thoughts on the on the spirit of the show. What about you, what about you, Kent? Yeah, I I'm a fan of all three hosts individually. Their work. I was excited when their names were announced. I think they really pushed hard for the Steve Martin Martin Short Selena Gomez uh, combo. Yeah. I think that's what they really wanted, but I think they couldn't work it out for scheduling or something. But that would have been the the perfect host situation where you've got two guys who are obviously veterans together on stage. So they would be great. And then you've got the Selena dynamic. It would be, it would be perfect. I would, I would have been all in for that, but, but then he when wants I, to banjo everyone off the stage. Speech <laughs> goes too long. You don't want that. Here's what, here's the thing. So yeah, I like the three, I like the three actresses, but I knew that the Oscars themselves, the producers, directors weren't going to be able to, make it work yeah. in some kind of fun, cohesive way. The Valanche effect, just, we call yeah, it. Yeah, it was just going to feel super jagged and like it was three separate hosts instead of three women hosts together, and which is what it kind of felt like. And it seemed like Amy was the only one kind of doing stand-up and the others were doing some pre-planned bits. And I don't know why Wanda wasn't doing much stand-up, but maybe that's what was part of her deal. But it, it was just unfortunate because it didn't really highlight their talent uh, like um, I thought it uh, should. And I don't blame them. I don't blame the hosts. I blame the the producers and, you know, just the general broadcast aspect of the Oscars we talk about every year is mm-hmm. just a travesty. I mean, they, they don't know what they're doing in the, the truck half the time. There's people screaming at each other. They're showing people that are Ill- irrelevant to what's being talked about all the time. And it's very, very, very odd, and I think this is a good transition, Brian, into mm-hmm. the unexpected moment of the night. Oh my god! And how they tried to cut away from this Will Smith moment, guys. I I don't. My jaw was on the floor this entire time that this was going on. You could immediately tell from Chris Rock's face, or I could, that it was for real. Like yeah, there was there no follow up saying, bit. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's it's that was staged, and I was like, there's there would have been a joke know, after that. Not that. There good would have been actors. like a punchline. No so I mean, no yeah. pun intended. There would have been a punchline after, like, okay, you come and hit me, and then I say blank, or like the way it just kind of tapered off into the thing. It was like obviously that was not yeah. planned, and it just has derailed our entire night. <laughs> and Chris Rock just got a great line. 
off the top of his head, best night in the history of television, which he might be right. <laughs> he just uh, was a an unfortunate moment. I'll say that. It was mm-hmm. honestly a shame we all had to be kind of witness to that tonight. I mean, it's going to be a huge moment, obviously, on Twitter and all that. It already is. If you haven't seen the uncensored clip, I don't want to play it here because people tend to have mm-hmm. kids in the car and things like that for these podcasts, but... It was uncensored in other countries. They didn't yeah. cut away. Yeah, they the tried things to edit were said. it for us, but you could read lips pretty pretty well, on yeah. at least on Will's part. <laughs> yeah, they bleep most of Will. It was a little bit of rip, lip reading there at the end on the ABC mm-hmm. version, but what Will basically said was, get my wife's name out of your mouth, and Chris said, it was a G.I. Jane joke, which, <laughs> I mean, like, of all things to get offended by and storm the stage and punch somebody, I thought it was a pretty, it's pretty harmless. I understand there's some a health, there's a health situation going on maybe with, with Jada. Yep. Maybe she hasn't been super upfront about that. Obviously not upfront enough for Chris Rock not to know to not make a joke about it because I don't find him as a comedian that would, that touches on people's health issues like that. I, I, I certainly don't think he takes cheap shots or anything like that um, when it comes to people that are struggling. So that is really unfortunate that it went down the way it did. And then for Will's speech to, uh, we'll get there maybe later, but um, I mean, it was a, a shocker of a night. Uh, and it for me, it was honestly hard to concentrate the rest of the night. I'm, I can't imagine yeah. being there and like the energy in the room was probably just like, it was completely dead silent and like no one could knew what, to, what was going on really. It totally marred the whole, the next like 30, 45 minutes is just, and which is most of the show. You know, it took away from this really great speech that Questlove gave and, <clears throat> and about a, a film that's very important and very personal to him. And no one could pay it. I mean, I was, uh, you know, all of us, I think, were, were like still kind of reacting to like, what just happened here? Like, that was so out of nowhere and something you never expect to see, especially between two like well known, performers um like that it's not like you're at a bar or something and that erupted it was you know this is national television we all know these people it was it's very it was very crazy so we we lose that and then the then the production is is wheels off they came back late from break to the in memoriam after that and you can just tell like everything is the room is unsettled everyone's trying to like kind of find their footing again it just it was a very Setting aside uh, publicly slapping someone in the face and, and uh, to be fair, setting aside um, b- intentionally or not making fun of, of somebody's um, medical yeah. issues, um, it's just a, like a huge wheels off moment right in the, the, the most important quote unquote hour of, the, of this whole ceremony. That took but they got it back with that hours. super up tempo in memoriam you know you got the spirit in the back. sky during in memoriam so really weird, hit man. the spot i mean yeah. it wasn't yeah that's that's he, where he, i'm he gonna go it. when i die when i die <laughs> like really gosh man yeah yeah <laughs> that would have derailed the night if this hadn't <laughs> they're kind of thankful for that like just, thank god this in memoriam thing is gonna be dude, under the rug. Sh- shaggy's angel like we've always yeah. said brings it <laughs> it's the only choice it would. But, um no, I spent one big party when you're still young. <laughs> Who's gonna have your back when it's all done? We need to do. We did the dog video years ago. We need yeah. to do. We need to re-edit every in memoriam with that. For those yeah. who don't know the bit, 
There's a YouTube video with instead of Sarah, McLa- Sarah McLaughlin's angel over the ASPCA dog dog video, it's Shaggy's angel, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. So Just go Joe, look it my up. Friend Julian and I wrote Search Shaggy ASPCA on wrong. YouTube, and you'll find it. It's got like yeah. 200 plays. It's a travesty. It's not the most viral video of all time. Yeah. Uh, you be the judge. Shout out, Shout out to uh, Julian Banks. I don't think he listens to the show, but. That was a. Uh, that's back before I knew how to video edit or anything, mm. and so I said this would be funny. And then, like ten minutes later, he sent me the link. Life is one uh, big party when you're still young with these dogs. Oh, it's so it's oh, it's one so of our best bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please we just watch need, it. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, but we should just do that every year with the. We, we really, need to get yeah. the raw footage yeah. of the in memoriam and just yeah. set it to that. That could be our thing. We mm. might have some time this week. We'll see. All right. Um, Thank you. We will. <laughs> See how, or just Shaggy's see angel over everything should be our like, <laughs> yes. You add that to yes. anything and it's going to improve it. Yeah. yeah. Especially, the film. especially yeah. that setting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. It's Sorry. When we record, it's late. You know? yeah. The Oscars, I apologize. Yeah. You can... No, I like it. Uh, it's it's funny now. Uh, just, just recently, JFK became funny. Okay. Um, I went <laughs> as historically back as I could go. I had other jokes flying and I was like literally editing... In real time, and went all right. Yeah, that's right. sixty years ago. Right. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, you know, I think you kind of have to the, and then we can get into the the actual awards. I just, Will Smith has run such a perfect campaign this whole last like four months. Um, they literally locked up uh, Richard Williams in a. No one's seen him just because he was deemed too much of a wild card, yeah. probably that would upset Will's yeah. campaign. Absolutely, and, then and Will Smith slaps a guy. Yeah, and Can't and and up. I think I think people love Will Smith, and I think they were. I think everyone was primed to have this like great night. He was one of the ones that was the. Mo- I mean, it was very yeah. clear that he was going to win Best Actor tonight, and everybody was very excited about it. And then he had like, I mean, look, I, I, I guess I understand the sentiment of of the side that's like he's defending his wife and 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 whatnot, but like you can't. If he would have said what he said from his seat, honestly, even if he would have gotten up and yeah. sort of approached the mic and just said, you know, yeah, keep her, keep her yeah, name. Yeah, go out backstage and do that. Uh, For that to happen, yeah, on stage I mean, during he, the show. He on, yeah, he he full on slapped. I couldn't him. believe it. I, mean, I couldn't he, believe it. That's assault, dude. Like you just did assault on national TV. I don't. That's a wild choice, and so I mean, it, it kind of felt like or is he having a mental breakdown right now? I mean, it was a it was a especially when you go back and you watch the tape too, and you see him kind of whether it's a fake laugh or not, he laughed at the joke and then saw that Jada was ticked about it and then had that reaction. It just was. We've all been. There. I don't know. I yeah, couldn't. I, a, it looks like Jada. It's a wild. It looks like Jada was kind of playing playing ticked for. Because she knew she was on camera, at least it would have looked. It would have looked like, like, haha, Maybe. like whatever. Re- regardless, I, mean, it, look, I, I, I don't I know. If she said, "Go kick his say, ass." Yeah, uh, like, I, right I think there. it's I mean, fair to say, not, not, not a good. Uh, knowing the context, not good judgment. Uh, not on not an appropriate joke. Uh, yeah. but but maybe he didn't know the context. I don't know. I didn't know the context until you know twenty minutes after after the fact. But sure. still, Chris Rock was paid or or brought in to make Jokes and you know what you're gonna get when you have that when you're in that setting. That's that's what he's kind of supposed to do, um, cross the line or not. I just think there was an appropriate response that uh, went out the door when he full on slapped the guy in the face on TV. I don't know. And and again, maybe even to the larger point, completely throws the wheels off of of the night 
and for what had been a a pretty decent broadcast up to that point and and a lot of important things coming up and then that's all anyone is thinking about i don't know maybe there's a lot of pr repair trying to go on in their relationship but yes absolutely absolutely yes jada and will's ongoing uh you know relationship basically i mean it's yes yeah, I I don't think that that's crazy. Yeah, to me, sure. if this happened with any other couple, I would be kind of like way more in shock. But like, I feel like this was prime example of the cameras are on. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what happened. I mean, it's ooh, it, it was just unfortunate that it went down like that. Like I said, it should have been, hey, we're about to hit commercial. You go backstage and you confront them, and then maybe it's TMZ has reported that. Will mm-hmm. Smith confronted yeah. Chris Rock backstage and it's, right. there's no, right. no real footage and it's, he said, she said, but to do it on international television, yeah. uncensored in other countries, like I said, just fully on display like that. I could not believe it. And it's really unfortunate that, you know, obviously people go through things and that when those spill out like that into the real world, it, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it, it on a stage like this, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a crazy thing. Like I said, I'm all for, I'm all for sticking up for your wife and and telling him to if, if that's what you feel like you need to do in that situation. Uh, but you at a certain point, we can't we can't be caping for just going up and 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 <laughs> and, and and open uh, palm slapping a guy on on TV for 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 you know a, a joke. Um, anyway, it was it was not great. It was not great, and it just set the whole thing off and made everything very weird i know we were talking of like are they are they gonna switch the envelope are they gonna change this over to benedict cumberbatch because we all know he's coming up to give it you know an acceptance speech for best actor here in a little bit but do we do that now I, this is weird. i honestly is he, thought will is he gonna get arrested at like all is, at first. is chris rock like i'm pressing charges actually like i mean it was it was wild it was wild there i mean again this is part of the post game show we don't know i mean what the yeah. uh aftermath of this is i'm sure it's the entire story right now people trying to figure out what the heck's going on and chris rock trying to figure out what the heck i should he should do and the speech worst part to me was he trying to tie in what had just happened in the outburst in with his speech about richard williams and to to intersect the two i thought you know i defend just like richard did right and it's like no not just like he did (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right and yeah, I, I thought that was a really bad look and to like just for that story to forever be associated with this incident i think is super unfortunate like because that was its moment that speech that him winning was the the moment for that film and it's forever tarnished now i feel like people's memory of it will be because of this yeah, and it just creates this very weird scene. Like we got all these tweets coming out, um, of, you know, people who are there uh, of of talking about seeing his agent or PR rep coming up to him in the break and like talking him down, talking him out of it. And then Denzel and Tyler Perry and I think Bradley Cooper. I couldn't quite tell on the on the video talking to him afterwards and trying to calm him down and and all this. It just was a. Again, you you know, <laughs> unexpected is is the uh, the lightest way. I thought he kicked him at first, Brian. Wild. I thought he like playfully <laughs> kicked him, like walked by. But then I went and saw the video. He punched no, him he, in yeah, the yeah. face, like he slapped him. Boom! Oh, yeah, that was a very hard slap. Yes. Like, credit <laughs> to Chris, man. Just yeah, he took. I mean, it. No, yeah. no credit for the joke. Anyway, <laughs> thought about that. Right. Much. 
whatever. Right. But like he, he, I from the slap on handled it as bad as well as you can because you could have, you know, you. That's a professional comedian. That's you know, Chris mm-hmm. has probably had stuff happen like that before on stage, and you, mm-hmm. you yeah, like you got kind of as much control of the room as you could. He was, you know, the producers didn't really cooperate with him in terms of the cut and the cutting mm-hmm. and all that. But he was like, okay, said a couple things back, didn't get into it back and forth. Like, all right, we're gonna clean out. I'm gonna make my one comment about it, and let's get out of here. Um, yeah. And he yeah. didn't. Yeah, he took it. I didn't go down either. I don't know. Yeah. So good, you know, I was the only one, you know, good chin on Chris Rock there. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't yeah, believe, it was, I believe this. It was it was a wild moment, and I I think made even a little bit wilder. You you we we already kind of touched on it, Kent, but the clearly sort of ad libbing a speech, like kind of combining what he was thinking with what he had planned to say, and. Uh, when when he actually does win the and it it uh, it's also someone that talked about wanting to be president one day. Remember that time? Yeah, in Will Smith. Yeah, it's clear <laughs> he's going through a lot, but to tie the two together and like have this be your public uh, confessional to Jada about your relationship, and then tying it into the Oscar, it was just travesty. That we we I, I was just yeah, I felt so bad for yeah. everybody involved. Honestly, it was bad. Yeah, it it. It looked really, it, it really did not come off well. And and I think that <laughs> instead of, like, I, I don't know, I'm sure he didn't feel like Chris Rock deserved an apology in that moment. And if you, you know, if you want to say he doesn't, then that's totally fine. But like, I probably would have done it just for the PR sake of things. Just to, and instead he pretty much doubled down. He called him the devil. I mean, like it was, it was a very strange, like semi cryptic speech that uh, did not. I do not think had the. I I felt like his PR person is probably in the back, just with bug eyes, thinking, "What in the world are we doing right now?" We have David Miscavige, or does he have another PR person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. It was very weird. Um, and it again, it just kind of marred the, the whole thing because I think everybody was pretty excited to have Will Smith win this award. And yes, and then it would have been his this. moment. It would have been yeah. his whole career defining moment. Uh, really, would have been this and the way this played yeah, out. Right, night, was, what's the move? Do you do you head out to the Vanity Fair party and <laughs> right, just right order an old fashioned and see where the night takes you, or do you just? It, it's it's sad that the DJ Khaled uh, bad boys joke wasn't after the punch. <laughs> bad boys four man they really just they ran dj Khaled out there that was i uh, could not believe that, that. Cool like what start. is why what is yeah <laughs> they're just lucky that i mean the oscar like i said the producers everybody involved is lucky that this is all anyone's going to be talking about because there was so much we could be roasting about this thing what i didn't understand i'll tr- throw it back to you brian on this which is so they have all the uh, you know performances of the songs, which I, I actually enjoy. And starting it with Beyonce, I thought was a really uh, interesting choice, and, yeah, and uh, got the energy up and all that. So mm-hmm. I'm for mm-hmm. that. Um, they had this huge tribute to James Bond anniversary, big mm-hmm. montage. Why didn't they do No Time to Die song immediately after that? <laughs> and here performing yeah, from true. No Time yeah. to Die, yeah. Billy. That made no sense to me that we waited an hour until we actually get the song from Bond. So there were things like that about the the production. I'm like, why why is it like this? This is just a ton of ideas thrown at the screen, and none of it's cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I, I think they took some flack, some rightly and some wrongly. Like the, the gripes about all of the celebrities who are presenters and and involved in all this, I just felt like is like they're just trying to get eyes, guys. Like that's it's fine. It's not the end of the world that that Sean White is here. I understand that he's not, uh, you know, he, he's he's not a movie star or. Uh, yeah, a, a beloved character actor or something like that. I understand. Like, movie dorks would probably rather see F. Murray Abraham. I get it, but the you're trying to get some casual eyes, and so I don't think that that it's the end of the world that that non actors are part of this whole thing. But uh, but yeah, there is a few production choices like that that were that were quite odd. I liked that they brought back clips. I thought that was missing from from last year's show, and I thought it was a good thing. Um, the anniversary of the movies. A lot of these, by the way, shout out to the VIP club. We talked about White Man Can't Jump very recently mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. so they were paying tribute to a lot we of. We did do Pulp movies. Fiction because uh, we don't do twenty eighth anniversaries on this show, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was a that was an odd one. Good bit with the the briefcase, though. I'll say that was yeah. that was a solid. Uh, if you could just ignore the right side of the screen and pretend like Dum Dum's not up there dancing, um, it would have been. It's even- great to see and witness how much worse Travolta looks than all the uh, rest of the cast. <laughs> I mean, I love I mean, it. Yeah, it, it, it is great to, to, to just put that out well. there on yeah. display for everyone mm-hmm. to. Yeah, be like man, it someone, what Sam looked like tweeted it, but oh, that's but- when you. That's when you wish. This is the only time I someone tweeted this joke, but like. This is when I wish Gervais, the only time I wish Gervais was hosting, because if they had gone to him after that Pulp Fiction thing, he definitely would have said Travolta could be in G.I. Jane 2 or something. <laughs> yeah. That yes. would have been, yes. that would have been just take the air out of the room again. Or Kimmel, <laughs> just someone that really is a pot stirrer. Mm-hmm. Like, one more. Mm-hmm. Wants, that likes that that energy in the room. That would have been a good Kimmel night, because Kimmel's a nice guy and all that, and we all, you know, he's like Mr. Hollywood and stuff, but Kimmel... Has that gene where he yes. likes that the room to feel like that, and he would yeah. have leaned into yeah. it really hard, yeah. and he would not have been able to help himself. Kimmel like, was the all, host during the yeah. uh, snafu with La La Land and Moonlight. That's I always he was that. on some show recently. I forgot who it was, but it was one of his friends was hosting it. I don't know, if it, maybe da- he was on Dax or something there, or no, it was when he was on the the Arnett Bateman pod, and they're like, "We know you." And the craziest thing about watching that happen is, we know how happy you were in that moment. <laughs> like when all that chaos yeah. is going on, like, yeah, you're worried about it, whatever. Yeah. But like, you were the only right. person in that room that it was loving that. And Kimmel would have been the exact same tonight. He Didn't he? So he had a great happy. joke. He said, "I blame Steve Harvey." That's what he said. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, he he was missed tonight because that. But yeah. it, it's. I'm glad he wasn't there because it could have escalated. Yes. And obviously, yes. but there would have been something. Well, yeah, we were we were all joking, and then and and then there were several tweets. Chris, our our boy Chris Fleming, just the the best comedian, <laughs> the best yes. comedian on the planet. Um, with the what, what if Anthony Hopkins just goes hard at Jada, and I I was dying when you sent that tweet. I was I was like uh, cry laughing in my in my living room. I just thought. We were all waiting for for Schumer or somebody (laughs) to be the one that makes a G.I. Jane joke after that, just to really, really set it off again. (laughs) What if this is just a setup for for the sickest Will Smith, Chris Rock, buddy cop movie you've ever seen? Just (laughs) Smith, Rock, Smith versus Rock. It would have been great, too, if the reason Anthony Hopkins went after him, because he's still boys with Chris Rock from Bad Company. 
Remember that movie? Yeah. That exists. Yeah. yeah. No one I comes mean, at my boy Chris they, like that ever. They, they, were just, they were just running bad, buddies. Bad company. Bad company bros for life. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a back tat that says bad company and just goes in on Will Smith. That would have oh, been. man. <laughs> Could have been, could have been great. Great I pull mean, there, remembering that. Yeah, great pull. Yeah, sometimes they all just piece together for me. Yeah, it's perfect. It's yeah, perfect. Chris and I ran the streets of Prague together. And we were filming <laughs> that. One more note I wanted to make about the the production because I know we got to get to the awards. Is I still want a host, like a proper host. I miss coming back from commercial and some and a host making a joke. I, I miss that, and I I feel like it needs that. There's just not the right person right now out there that's super obvious. Letterman's retired and Conan's not doing stuff anymore. And Jimmy Kimmel, uh, people don't like him, you know, enough. Or if he does everything, he can't do everything, I guess. And yeah, it's just tough. There's no, it's not the perfect host right now. And there needs to be. And I think Barkley, they should return to that. Get Barkley out there. Just the wheels off, six drinks in Barkley, kind of get him. And don't let him see any of the movies beforehand yeah. and just yeah. let television magic happen. That's what that's the move. He just keeps bringing up Spider-Man No Way Home because that's the only movie he saw last year. Yeah, he saw half of it on a plane. <laughs> yeah. First of all, there was three Spider-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it. Um, all right, let's talk about a few of the actual awards. I I don't feel like we need to go through every single one. Dune won a bunch of the technical awards for cinematography, production design, editing, original score, sound, and visual effects. I believe it won six of the eight categories it was nominated for on that front. Um, Feels a little weird that Denny's not up for best director when a a movie that he made wins the most Oscars. That feels a little bit odd to me, but I felt that way when they announced the nomination. So, but uh, today kind of, uh, even I think furthered that a bit. Yeah, I think do they lean more towards performance directors who directed these probably, best actor probably. performances and things sure. like that? Maybe that's I don't know if there's a trend there and throughout history, but maybe that's what they look for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I I definitely think and I'm I'm pretty sure we said this when the nominations came out that there's a bit of there's another one of these coming in two years, so we can we can hold off if we if we want to we can give him we can give dune all of the awards or the nominations at once uh in 2023 cuz it will have another shot at it um but yeah when it, when it wins 6 6 when it is the the leading uh award getter um it looks a little odd that that it's all technical side of things but that's you know it is what it is um do y'all want to let's see encanto won for best animated over things like luca and flea and such, uh, I don't think that was much of a a surprise. Um, the I had I thought Luca might win as a dark horse there. Yeah, I think I picked that in our our VIP uh, Oscar pool. I thought okay. I thought the, yeah. the Pixar always kind of sneaks away with Oscars randomly, so maybe it would happen again. I think the Encanto push was so strong. Yeah, yeah the, the I just last, thought the Academy uh, might be annoyed by Encanto, maybe, and then sure. like the, they would just love the visuals of luca like the setting and all that but sure. my favorite yeah. was mitchell's versus the machines that was my favorite of the sure. yeah that was great ones it was a really good year for animated movies i mean was. that was good that was very good ryan the last dragon was very good um luca like we mentioned there's there was a bunch there was a bunch that were that were very solid uh which i'm quite thankful for as 
since I have an eight-year-old in my household. Uh, original song ended up yeah, going still to... Still just wants to watch Cars 3, so... <laughs> just over and over again. Over and over. Uh, original song went to No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. I felt like that was probably appropriate. What did you guys think on that one? Yeah. Yeah, well, but I, it's the only song I listen to of those five. But that is yeah, the okay. Best. That's what I was gonna say. So. It's the only one that feels culturally relevant of the five. It's funny the Diane, you know, Diane Warren's gonna have a song every two years, and it's funny because mm. they all sound like they would be the biggest song ever in 1995. <laughs> like that Reba song would have been top of the charts in the movie. You would have heard it. You would have heard For about sure. the movie because of that. And sure. those are all her yeah. songs. I mean, that's great, but. Here's a question for you guys. Why was the Bruno song not nominated? Because uh, was that not the most, the song of the year for movies? They felt like there was, uh, there was some chatter as to why they, they did that. They wanted to push the, uh, uh, Dos at Rita's, excuse me, as, as the song. And, and I think, I mean, I think that's the better song the, of, of the, the bunch, but Bruno is the one that is super popular. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they felt like that that was the better song and that's what they were going, that they were to look back. I think we just did our retrospective on this Oscars, but to look back and say, oh yeah, frozen was the song of the year. I mean, let it go was the song of the year that year and Mm -hmm. for it to actually win, like maybe there should be a little more cultural lenience in this, uh, Billie Eilish, great performance, by the way, great voice. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Um, It's one of her better, better vocal performances, uh, of any of her songs is on that one. For sure, yeah. But I, I think that was the right. I think that was the right call. And I dug that we. I, I think this is your bit, Richard. That we shouldn't always have the, uh, the original songs be performed during the Oscars only if they're good or whatever, or they're, they're worthy. Of, yeah. Of I love that. the this idea. Was a year that it was, it was good. For it me. was deep enough to do it totally. And I, but I will say, caveat to that, I love. You know, the Grammys have become a pretty good award show because it's just a concert the whole time there's something mm-hmm. about live music on these shows so yeah. if the songs aren't that good just you know feel free to just perform four other songs on the oscars that's fine okay yeah. or just get beyonce <laughs> whatever to perform some, all of them yeah. how about that yeah. whatever the hits are right now you know uh-huh. throw up let's you know it's like <laughs> yeah there's it's good on tiktok right now right there's it's a tangential sure. i mean alana heim wasn't nominated but she was kind of in the oscar season you know i can play play a three minute song you know what i mean like just kind of find ways in and have live music four times Mm -hmm. during the show should have been the the house band that's the way they should yeah oh man yeah yeah no alana sightings at the oscars that's a travesty yes on the red carpet but yeah that was it oh she was okay good yeah she was Mm -hmm. there they were they were all there good yeah yeah they were they had lots of good uh good uh social media content yeah so let's get appreciate it Love Heim. Um, okay, do you you want to do the big ones, the big eight? I mean, we've yeah, already touched on the actor, uh, but let's let's get out of here. Best, excuse me, best adapted screenplay: Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog, and Coda comes away with the win. I think this is when yep we thought, all right, they got this. Yep, this best yep. picture thing is happening because uh, I think Power of the Dog was uh the real favorite here mm. maybe uh and and once it turned once it turned in for for coda here it was like all right i think i think we know what's coming yeah i feel the same way i thought it was going to be power of the dog and when it was coda i mean great speech and i mean we'll talk more about coda later but mm-hmm. i'm super happy for that that win power of the dog ends up with one major award and we're talking directing so we i'll go ahead and, th- and throw there jane campion wins for directing um I 
I'm good with that. I thought Power of the Dog. We Richard and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was it was a, a fine movie that I'm not really gonna think about too much more after uh, after this year. Now that this year is finally over, a full quarter into the new year. Um, but I was I was totally good with Jane Campion coming away with it. And honestly, I would have been fine with it, it winning just about any of its awards. I think it was a quality movie. It does feel though, Richard, like a little bit of a disappointment that it only comes away with it gets director, but gets shut out of, of everything else. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of those two that, um, I don't know. Was the, I know that the, the show was delayed because of the Olympics and stuff, which is Mm -hmm. always a weird reason. Um, but the, uh, was the voting period extended? Was it any longer? It It was. So last week or week. before. Okay. So I feel like that that's something where an earlier Oscars, it probably wins. I don't know. May not still win best picture, but maybe picks up one or two others that Mm -hmm. was nominated for, but Mm -hmm. it seemed like the momentum swung over the last month. Yeah. Kent, I know you weren't a huge fan of power of the dog. Who of these five would you have seen as the winner? If, if you, uh, if you could have picked one, who's, who's the winner for you here? I think Jane Campion probably was, was probably accurate. Um, would have liked to have seen Paul Thomas Anderson win it for Licorice Pizza. Would have been would have been nice, but uh, hey, it is what it is. I'm just glad Aaron Sorkin wasn't nominated and didn't win. And, <laughs> and yeah. the, the punchline of the night seemed to be being the Ricardos being nominated, and so that was that was great. I loved Schumer's joke about so bold to make it not funny at all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> great. <laughs> Schumer had some A plus jokes. In she was the only one getting good. laughs. I, I loved. Good. I I love. Like I said, I love all three. But Amy was the only one. Yeah, Schumer's batting average was. I feel way like higher if if I feel like if Wanda was doing stand up again, that she would be getting it. But she seemed like she was wanted to do the pre rehearsed stuff, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But. Amy's Leo joke about leaving a better planet mm-hmm. for his his girlfriends was top notch. That <laughs> yeah. was a great joke. Great joke. Um, yeah, I, I was, I, given the nominees in this field, I was, I was totally fine with Jane Campion coming away with it. I, I mean, personally, I wanted Spielberg cause I just felt like not only cause Spielberg's my guy, but just because, uh, that is such a masterclass. That would have been awesome. Directing. When it didn't, uh, when yeah. cinematography, I didn't think he had a Yeah, shot. exactly. Same here. I Same thought Janusz okay, might have, have a chance yeah. when they opened the envelope. I was like, Oh, this can be Janusz Kaminsky. It just felt the energy mm. felt that way, but when it was Dune, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be this could be Dune's night," and certainly was yeah. from the technical side. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, original screenplay was Belfast uh, for the winner over Don't Look Up. Thank God, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and the worst person in the world felt like this was kind of a a, a low a weak year, mm-hmm. at least with the nominees. Uh, Belfast I, on record, not my not my not my cup of tea. Pretty. Pretty dull mm-hmm. for me, unfortunately, but I'm fine with it winning. I think Kenneth Branagh. I love. I mean, we we're big Branagh guys here, yeah. So uh, I'm fine with it, but it wasn't my wasn't my favorite movie. But I didn't have like a a dog in the hunt. I guess it's got to be yeah, no, totally. And I, you know, Licorice Pizza is like a was. I I remember he was the early PTA was the early favorite when they first announced the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, that's not a script movie to me. You know, yeah, like if he was going to sure. be not, I feel like and I don't care that he didn't win for anything but it was like that would be a mm-hmm. weird but sometimes they'll do that they'll give the the uh, big director of screenwriting because sometimes an easier win for whatever reason but mm-hmm. I, I think belfast sure. is so much more a work of of writing mm-hmm. um so i was told, yeah and it's like kenneth Branagh should have an oscar so i'm glad he got one and sure. you know now i think kind of you know he's a spurs fan it helps you know tie with arsenal right now for that final champions league spot <laughs> i think that's good mojo <laughs> yeah 
it'll carry him through. Carry mm-hmm. him through. Kent, more than anything, I think I was just happy that that uh, Don't Look Up did not get rewarded here, and it yes. sort of set the stage for what was what was coming for the rest of the the night for for that film, Good. that fine film. Don't look up the ratings, right? <laughs> Reviews or whatever. I, I did get the impression that the room was not real cool with Don't Look Up. It definitely felt like they were a little bit more on our side than the uh, Academy was when it put these nominees together. I don't yeah, know. There's it also was... the, the anti-Netflix energy, though, too. Sure, that that's true. That's true. That's a great Netflix, point. Yeah. Not like acquired at Sundance, but like a, a Netflix from A to Z. I think they don't like that mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Maybe that's that's exactly right no i'm with you guys i think belfast should have been the winner and super happy to see it win i don't think there was a standout obvious winner so it's good to see that one win yeah sure. hey, good job kenneth Keep, yeah you should have got it for freaking cinderella for the impossible thing of that. all right yeah that was <laughs> <It's> like true <laughs> still the best one it's still the best of those disney one <laughs> remakes um, supporting actress and supporting actor for me were both. I the the person that I would have voted for is is who came away with it. Yeah. Uh, for actress, Ariana Debose was such a favorite that I don't even think you could get a betting line on her the yeah. last couple of days. That was that seemed like it was a lock of all locks kind of thing, and and well deserved. I think she's fantastic in that movie. Her speech was great. Um, it was a it was a really. I wish that that movie had gotten a little bit more love in the nominations. I still. Kind of can't believe that Rachel Zegler is not not on that list, yeah. but it wasn't. She kind of is the representative of that whole the acting side of that movie, and and so I was personally I was very glad to see her win. I thought she was fantastic. What about you, Arby? Yeah, no, totally. I think that was such a wow. It's like that's one of those that'll get appreciated, obviously, more as time goes on. Because, but it was just such a loud, kind of embarrassing flop for mm-hmm, the traditional sure. film. You know what? What a lot of, that I think they kind of just put their tails between their legs and didn't nominate as many things as maybe on pure credit should have been. Sure. Um, and then in ten years, everyone will go. You know, what? that's a really great version mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone will forget. It was just yeah. such a not necessarily. I mean, it was a box office slot, but it kind of felt more than that. It felt like the the mm-hmm. death nail of a certain kind of movie, and I think that just bums everyone out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Can't you have any thoughts on supporting actors? No, it's pretty uh, obvious that she was going to win. Uh, I was like, it, was, it felt bad for J- Dame Judy Dench because the shot that they showed of her was like zoomed in on her face <laughs> so hard, and you could tell. And they cut to her like, why did they? Sh- was that the clip? It was like just her eyes yeah. and nose. <laughs> it was very odd. Yeah. But uh, whoever put the that that role together still is is going to get a note a, from as an ex from Dame. To grind from. From cats. It's going to be yeah, sealed with wax with like a, a Dame Judy Dench seal on it, <laughs> delivered via horse. Yeah, I'll show you. Don't you, you don't have with the Dame. <laughs> the Dame is awesome, though. She's yeah, great. She's that. great in that movie, too. She is. Both yeah. her and, and uh, Karen Hines were, were great in that movie. Uh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Actor, or excuse me, best supporting actor ends up going to Troy Kotzer. Yeah, I, that was a cool moment. I love. I thought, that, I thought that was the the that would be for me. That's the moment of the night, if not sure. for Will Smith <laughs> slapping Chris Rock to, to fight yeah. somebody. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a strange that was a strange thing. But yeah, I I thought his speech was was really really beautiful and fantastic. I love that movie. Obviously, uh, I think he is kind of the in many ways sort of the heart of the movie, and uh, I thought it was really cool and important. Cooper, I, I will just say just a just a dad moment. It was cool. 
Um, Coop was home with me tonight. I sometimes have had Oscar party or whatever. Tonight wasn't. Lindsay was busy doing something, so it was just me and Coop. And uh, it was really his bedtime, but he came out. He got out of the shower and was just hanging out with me. And so it was really cool to be able to sit there and watch and have that moment on screen in the ten minutes that he's he was in the room with me sure. and kind of talk about like what an important thing that is and and who this person is and what a great movie that was and all this sort of stuff. It was so I don't know maybe doubly uh, emotional for me, uh, but I, I thought it was a well deserved and b one of the if not the best moment of of the night personally. Yeah, I imagine a lot of listeners might not have seen the movie. Please go, please see it. Listen to our episode. You know, we go on our full thoughts there. But I mean, every time I think of the movie, and especially just when he won and they cut to him and he started walking on stage, like he mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I just started tearing up. Like every time I think of the yeah, movie and, and the whole crowd doing, I mean, it's was, just such a sweet, awesome, kind-hearted, warm story that like just cuts my soul so deep uh, for for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And I just was so happy in that moment, and I was so glad that they let him do his speech, however long he wanted to. I had some great mm-hmm. jokes, and it, when he started shouting out his deaf theater company that he yeah crew, I mean, yeah. you talk about somebody who deserves an award. That is that was fantastic to see, and mm-hmm. when he won that, I didn't expect him to win. To be quite honest with you, I was thought Cody Smith McPhee was gonna win that one, but yeah, I uh. I danced back and forth on who I I knew who I wanted to win. I had I had Tariq Hotsman yeah, away, but I thought I did too. I kind of thought that 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 uh, that Cody was was kind of trending up in that direction, and and uh, I mean he's very very good in that film, so it wouldn't have been like outrage if he if he did. But but I'm glad it went the way that it did. I thought that was a, a great great moment. And I love Jesse, but if Jesse had won over Troy, I would have been upset. Sure, sure. Yeah. What about J.K. Simmons? He could have pass. So weird. That was the other one. In addition to Don't Look Up, maybe it's confirmation bias on my own side of things because I just really dislike both of those movies. But it really felt like both of them were sort of the butt of the joke mm-hmm. more often than not on the night. So I liked that. I liked that. Uh, not not great. Like that. What the the joke of look what happened to T- Timothy Chalamet during the pandemic and it just cut to JK Simmons. I thought that was just a clean, simple, easy joke. I like that. Yep. Good bit. Good bit. Uh, the best actress, uh, in a field that included Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, and, uh, Kristen Stewart ends up going to Jessica Chastain, uh, for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Kent, what did you think about this category? I mean, from the moment I watched that film, she was my pick. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I campaigned hard for her on this pod, so I think it's us that pushed her over the edge. So, yeah, great, for great us. for that. And I mean, what a performance! She sang, she did it all. So, I mean, even if Rachel Zegler had been nominated, I don't even know if she would have beat Jessica Chastain in this. It felt sure. like it was her moment, and what an incredible um, once in a lifetime performance that she gave. So, definitely go back and watch that one too. It's one that I don't feel like a lot of people saw during mm-hmm. the year. The the, the yeah. smaller movies getting getting the big awards, except for Dune, I feel like maybe, but yeah, that's like uh, I I put my I don't post on Facebook very often, and and I certainly not about movies and and stuff, but I did a little note on my phone, put it on Facebook, just you know, 
the big eight categories. Mm-hmm. Here's here's my prediction, and here's who would get my win out of these nominees. You know, that kind of thing. And had a couple people comment like, "I haven't even heard of most of these movies and all that kind of stuff." And and my reply to that was, "Yeah, I totally get it." Um, but the cool thing about all these streamers, and the the only good thing about this ceremony being so freaking late in the year is that almost all these movies are available on a streamer. So if you, if you haven't seen the eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, you can watch that on Hulu, you know, or Mm -hmm. HBO max, whichever one it is. And if you've not seen Coda, you can get a free trial of Apple plus and watch it. Almost all these, except for like Belfast and there's uh, licorice pizza are on pretty much all of these movies are on, one of the streamers and obviously VOD exists and all that, but, but you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool that you can't, if you, if you saw a movie in, that intrigued you, you and you didn't, you hadn't seen it. Now you can't. All of them. It's, yeah. It's all of them. You can at least rent for sure. So, yeah. This I part. thought Chastain was great in that movie. She, she probably would have been my third pick overall. If, 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 <laughs> you know, if Alana Heim and, uh, and Zegler were, were in this Chastain's probably third to me, but of the nominees, she, I thought she really, she very much deserved her. Win. And she's, she's a great actor who occasionally does some really crappy movies, but, um, I think that she's somebody who probably should have an Oscar. And so yeah. I, I, I thought the performance was really good. I don't man, know. you know, we talked about this before the Amy Adams corollary of like, now she can just yeah. do what she wants. Yep. She can just do good movies. Yep. Absolutely. How awesome is that? Just, just do cool stuff that she feels like doing. Take a paycheck here and there. Doesn't have to chase it. It's a wonderful yep. thing. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're to the we're to the last big category. Um, the nominees for best picture were Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, somehow Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. And the winner was Coda. Any surprise at that point, Ken, or were you were you in the same boat of okay, this is this is Coda's night, given uh, what had happened to that point? You never know with Best Picture, given what happened with Argo and and Moonlight and stuff. Sometimes Best Picture can be, uh, you know, when it's not as represented in the uh, bigger categories. But you know, I felt like this last year, and I feel like this this year, and certainly the year before that with Parasite and Nomadland. Sometimes it feels good for like the best movie to win. I don't know why that if that's controversial or not, but I felt like Coda was, was, uh, by most people's like, uh, I felt like the consensus was, this is an incredible movie. I didn't heard one negative thing about it from anybody. And the way the voting works too. Yeah. It just felt like the movie of the, of the year that everybody could kind of agree on. And, so that that seemed to me like the one that I wanted it to win. Like if it's not the one that I thought would win, I still thought Power of the Dog would would maybe pull it because mm-hmm. Jane Campion won Best Director. But yeah, I was very very happy and relieved when Coda won. It feels like a win for for shows like us and and uh, yeah. people like us who you know, really kind of watch the movies instead of just right. fill out the ballot. So. Richard, you mentioned the voting system. Yeah. Can can you explain it just just in case listeners don't don't know how? Yeah, this thing well, works? it favors things too. Like you, people can kind of rank the films. You get, a, I believe, a certain amount of points for the ranking system. Meaning, so a movie like Power of Dog, Power of the Dog, rather, that's like a lot of people's favorite movie of the year. It's mm-hmm. also a lot of people's least favorite of those of the nominees. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to weigh it down a bit. Whereas something like Coda, you know, it's a lot of people's favorite movie of the year, but it's like no one's worse than third or fourth favorite. Like everyone right, really just liked right. it. It wasn't polarizing. And so I'd be interested to see when the voting comes out, if, if and when, like, it's number of first place votes versus mm-hmm. its total votes. Yeah to get it but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was very close to Power of the Dog on first place votes but I, I bet it wiped the floor on second and third place votes yeah yeah absolutely I, I and, and I mean this is a movie that has its detractors out there and that's fine every movie has its detractors it's it's whatever um, but I, I just think I don't think that it's a bad like I there are some people who are going to say well in five years when we look back at this is are we really going to feel like that was a great movie and maybe you don't maybe we won't but is there a great movie that we would have mm-hmm. subbed into its place of these nominees I would say probably not maybe Dune is is the closest in some ways but it's you know I I feel like uh, having a a movie that is joyous and and uh, has gives good feelings and it's not just like all right well that was a major bummer which is what most uh a lot of these movies end up being or controversial or whatever it's okay i think sometimes especially in in a power vacuum like this year ended up being that a movie can be just like a good movie that makes you happy and feel good and still that can be the best it's fine it's okay if that's best picture winner um I don't know. It's not Green Book, you know. It's it's a much yeah. I think it's a much higher quality. I film think Richard nailed it with it's nobody's least favorite. And Yeah, yeah, totally. That totally. that's the kind of movie I think we should be voting in as best picture if there's no Silence of the Lambs where it just is the most obvious this yeah. is the best movie of the year, let's move on yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, especially in a year like this, I mean, we we kind of griped about the nominees when they came out because it just felt like there are at least a few in here that they secured their nomination in March when they were announced, you know, and it just like, it didn't really matter that they ended up being kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. They have the pedigree. So we're just going to go ahead and give them the nomination. And, and uh, I would much prefer a movie like Coda that, that I think has uh, pe- some pedigree, but also just turned out to be a really good movie when over something that was like, well, it's, you know, it's anyway, I don't want to carry on and on, but uh, I'm quite thrilled with the win. That was my number one movie of the year. Um, there's going to be a lot of people, I'm sure, who who aren't. But uh, if you want to change the system, then that's totally cool. But this is uh, I think this is the result of a good, a very good movie in a year that maybe didn't have any great movies. And that's totally OK to me. But but I it's easy for me to say that because I love the movie. You know, so, yeah, I won the Sundance uh, Grand Jury Prize. And it had the trajectory to win, so it's not a movie mm-hmm. that was solely yeah. on streaming. I think it, it it won all the right right people over, and you know Apple TV or Lasso Plus is going to be you know mm-hmm. from five million to five point one million, so that's going to be nice. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a good deal. And hey, I you can say now that they know how to run a campaign, which is a cool thing because uh you know cha-cha real smooth is going to apple plus this year too oh so, yeah you know, yeah that's right see, see something like what that if we had uh Cooper. yeah the director of shit house winning best picture next year would be <laughs> quite the feat incredible I would now, love there'll that. probably be a pushback there'll be no streamers that get a best picture nominee this year just because that's the way these things go but uh right. but it's good to see that they kind of know how to run a campaign and it's kind of funny that they pulled this off before 
uh, before Netflix did, given <laughs> the head start. That I heard they had. gave everyone in the Academy a free U2 album. That's kind of bribery. <laughs> Whether they wanted it or mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, let's uh, Let's get out of here. This has been fun. Thank you for being here, dear listeners. Thank you for... Thank you for recapping a truly wild Oscar night with us. I'm interested to see what the ratings look like tomorrow. Um, I imagine they'll be a. I would. I imagine they would be quite a bit higher than last year, just given that last year's movies were almost non-existent and whatnot. Um, but I wonder if there's any. I wonder how many people tuned in three minutes after. Yeah, Will watch Smith it live. This, should, this year should be proof. Yeah. You got to watch it live. You never know yeah. what the heck is gonna. There's very few live things left, yes. you know. And so, but this is this is one of them. So this it was is, an old was, old school Twitter night too. Felt like yeah, 2010 again. Yeah. Everyone yeah. just memeing, throwing it out there. Super fun, super fun. We had a great time in the Discord as well. Um, sorry if you're not a VIP, you missed out big time tonight because we had major conversations happening in mm. the Discord about all of this. So if you want to be involved in that next year, if you want to be involved in all the fun and games we're doing right now, if you want to get four extra episodes or more every single month, you need to go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Join the VIP for as little as $5 a month. Lots of extra content, the Discord, everything that I've mentioned previously. Super fun. We'd love to have you. Um, We'll be back later this week in the VIP with a review of A League of Their Own. There's no crying in baseball. Baseball may actually be starting, supposedly. I've heard uh, through the, the grapevine that uh, baseball is actually starting. Richard's very excited. He's got uh, he's got in. his hat. He's got his jersey, his glove, everything. Ready to go. Hold on. I do, I do have an apology to baseball. I made a lot of uh, jokes during the lockout. And, um, There's a deep I just wanna, uh, left yeah, field deep to Castellanos. Yeah. <laughs> and then Castellanos, that's going to be 4 nothing. I, I nothing think of threats. myself as a man of... Man of faith, and uh, I apologize. That's a deep fly ball huh. way back. Joke <laughs> for seven it's people. Okay. We're, we're, no, we're three of those seven. One. There was a great one. There was a lot of those tonight. It there was. was, yeah. was, was I feel like since Cassianos did it again this past weekend, it's going to have <laughs> a whole three year of. <laughs> the best was the. There's that one, then there's the one last year, I think, where he, the guy was like eulogizing a <laughs> yes. World War II pilot or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on like 9-11 or July 4th yeah. or some, some patriotic day and it's like God, they have to is... the directors have to be like alright save the memorial yeah. for when Cassiatos goes up to bat <laughs> at this point yeah. it's good stuff it's good stuff alright uh, so t- come back for that in the VIP and we'll be back next week with all kinds of reviews and regular stuff until then we'll see you at the cinema Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're making me ya Silence is They're calling again. <laughs> <laughs>